0: Hey friends! Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Dabbling and Dribbling. As always, are you following us on social media? Because you should. We're at Dabbling Dribbling on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And make sure you are subscribed to us on uh, whatever platform you listen to podcasts. Apple Podcasts. There's Apple Podcasts. There's Stitcher. And there's SoundCloud. So make sure you check us out. We'd really appreciate your love because we do this for you, but mostly for us. <laughs> <laughs>
1: For being honest. If
0: we're being honest, it's about us. Cool. Um, we start off the cast with Thanksgiving and into some BS about our country and mm. specifically how 2019 is going to be the year of us and nostalgia.
1: Yeah, thanks to Disney.
0: Thanks to Disney. So I'm really looking forward to crying my eyes out watching Simba trying to wake up his dad.
1: I'm thinking of. Toy Story.
0: I know. I haven't watched it yet, guys. The third one. I watched the other two. Right. I'm not ready.
1: You're gonna need Kleenex.
0: Okay. Sounds good. (laughs) Sounds good. Sounds good. What else did we talk about in the Dablin section? Uh,
1: We definitely go into some Kendall Jenner news. Oh.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Someone's being banned from Philly. (laughs) It
2: happens.
1: (laughs) Um, uh, Siri and Wikipedia think that 45 is a penis. Accurate. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and then the iPhone app, the Find My iPhone app. Yeah. Took it a little creepy.
0: Cool. Cool, 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 cool. A little much. Yeah. But it was a fun download section. Short and sweet, which I love. Mm-hmm. And then um, a fun dribbling section. We start off with... I forget standings. What. Oh, standings! If the playoffs were happening right now, which yeah. is it was really quirky and weird to go through that. Unusual. Unusual.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, then we go into Kawhi. Yeah.
1: Yeah, we basically talk about what is leadership.
0: Yeah, in in terms of basketball. Yeah. And like what that looks like, and Kawhi's self awareness or lack of self awareness, mm-hmm. um, and then we go into Kyrie being very uh, self-aware
1: self-aware love it
0: <laughs> which is i think that's a nice way of putting it um and then into the value
1: of steph curry
0: of steph curry
1: you, numbers don't lie
0: numbers don't lie mm. well, and snakes will always be snakes
1: Ooh, parcel tongue basilisk <sighs>
0: I don't know, man. This there, is was a fun a Harry, episode. there was a Harry
1: Potter reference in this. Yes. There it was, was a good one, and I hope people appreciate
0: it. I, I appreciated it. Right. It's a good one, folks. I hope you're listening in. Uh, let's not get on with the show. Cool. Let's do it. What up, folks? Welcome to another episode of Deaflin Dribbling with Alex and Bry. Hey. Um, it is episode number 61? Two. Mm-hmm.
2: 62.
1: Oh, yeah, 62.
0: Very nice. Very nice. Um. How are you doing? Happy belated Thanksgiving
1: Yeah, likewise I'm good how What are you, are th- you
0: thankful for? <laughs> I'm thankful
1: for avocados when I can get them
0: Oh, yes There's an avocado shortage currently
1: Mm-hmm uh, but How are bought, you feeling about that? I bought four yesterday from Trader so Joe's So you're the problem Well, there were only nine left And I said five is greedy But four, that's reasonable for me mm-hmm. They were the organic kind Not the mm-hmm. regular kind So yes. I paid 30 cents extra per avocado Mm-hmm that was worth it.
0: It's a lot of first world problems that you're talking about right
1: I now. I know. I'm not even talking about the ripening process because that's going to take a couple days.
0: Mm. Yeah, I'm it will.
1: On that. That's an investment I chose to make.
0: Good for you. Yeah. What uh, do you usually use your avocados for?
1: What do I use them for? Yeah. What don't I use them for is a better question. Okay.
0: <laughs> i so eat them. Stri- <laughs> I
1: eat them straight and then any meal that like, I have.
0: Like just like I'll avocado. C- like I'll- you cut it and you just like bite into it?
1: No, I don't bite into it. I use a spoon like a civilian.
0: <laughs> First of all, these are God-given utensils. My hands. That's my true. Mouth.
1: That is true. They do feel, avocados do feel good on the hands. I'll mm. give you that. Um, and the face. But I went ahead <laughs> for, like, moisturizing and stuff. I don't know. People say it's good. Oh,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Um, I, you know, I've been w- using
0: avocado oil lately, and I, I yeah. love...
1: See, yeah, see, I'm a it's fan. got a lot of good properties. Yep. Omega threes and sixes, threes particularly for the brain. Yeah, like yeah, Like it's a yeah. healthy fat. It's so good. So I eat them straight or with any meal. I ask myself, what can make this better? And the answer is avocado. It's
0: almost ninety nine point mm-hmm. nine 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 percent of the time. Yeah, is avocados. Yeah, makes sense.
1: What makes about sense? Uh, what about you? Thankful for
0: honestly, I'm thankful to be alive, and I'm thankful for the life that I have. It's not exactly where I thought I would be at thirty one. But I'm really glad I'm here.
1: Do you want to say more? Um, that
0: like, I think growing up, I was, you know, I subscribed to a very heteronormative Christian standard of what a woman at 31 should be. You know, I should have been married.
1: Churning butter.
0: Uh, like, I should be like six years into marriage and possibly having my third kid right. by now. Right. Um, that is like not even remotely the case in my, <laughs> <laughs> in my book. And I'm... So okay with that. Wow. And that's, it's like a really wonderful thing to be very content yet wanting to be better. Doesn't, ex- like, I'm very, like, content with my life. Yeah. But also, like, always thinking about how I can be better, how I can be better for the world, how I can better people. I don't know, just like, be good in the world i don't know yeah i don't know if any of this makes sense. i I hear
1: everything you're saying i see what you're doing like life life is unfolding and you you year by year take it anew yeah and uh exploring yourself and your surroundings
0: yeah i'm just thankful for growth i think that's what it is
1: amen sister you know just like truth
0: and growth not only that I see in myself but I see in people that I love people that oh. I care about you know I, I love seeing people doing dope and big things it's in important general. yeah it's for the spirit good. for the spirit um I don't even want to talk about this next thing
1: what's the next thing?
0: it's about tear gassing people at the border
1: okay well, well you, you, you put it. it down
0: I know apparently it's happening
1: okay. our country
0: is tear gassing a whole nother country they didn't even cross the border yet. And these are like children, babies, in diapers and no shoes, running away being tear gassed because they're seeking asylum, which is not, you know, a human caravan, but whatever. Sorry, I'm just like really upset about it because it's like I just don't, I just can't stand this government. And that's all I wanna say. Fuck you, 45 and your whole ass, dumb ass, Hitler ass administration.
1: Oh, you pull out the H bomb! Wow.
0: There's like someone was talking about like uh using tear gas as a means to like control or like do whatever. Yeah. And the people that have done it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. Forty five. You're not DJT. You're yeah. not. You're not part of a very good company. Mussolini, Hitler. You I
2: want, know
1: them.
0: You know, it's not. It's not a cute company to keep. Just saying.
1: That's the fascist club. Yeah. The F jackets. Um, mm-hmm. He's, he's uh, on to something pretty gnarly, and I don't think anyone would agree with tear-gassing kids. And, yeah, I mean, that's that's all we need to say on the subject until there's more to come out about that. But what may make you feel a little bit better is that recently someone uh, wrote a post about this where if you were to ask Siri how old mm-hmm. the president is...
0: yeah. Should I ask Siri?
1: Well, I don't know if it's still functional, but at least for this, the shot that this person took of their screen, mm-hmm. um, when they would ask Siri, "How old is Donald Trump?" Uh, a picture of a penis would come up on the Wikipedia page.
0: That's funny.
1: And then it would have his bio and everything like that.
0: That's hilarious. And it kept
1: going back and forth between his image and a penis. Nice. And so they think whoever was in there hacking was oh, yeah, really no, messing with Wikipedia. Genius. Yeah, genius. no, that's apparently right on the money
0: <laughs> right Ooh. apparently um so one of the things that i wanted to talk about and i wanted to do it as a public service announcement uh, out there to the world is that disney is is making sure that we our 90s kids are taken care of next year in 2019
1: early social security
0: uh, no, not necessarily. No.
1: They're going to return my hat that got lost in the whirlpool at Disney World
0: that when sounds I was like eight? A, that sounds like a you problem. Um, you know, first world problem of going to Disney World when you were eight. I Ouch. didn't go till I was 17. So I'm just really feeling can some I kind t- of way can about Can I that. tell you what I remember
1: from that experience? <laughs> what did you remember? Um, I remember that we went. Uh huh. It was really hot. Uh I went in the whirlpool. Mm -hmm. The neon colored hat that I really liked Mm -hmm. fell off my head in the whirlpool and got sucked down to what seemed like a giant toilet that we were in. Okay. Just spiraling down. Sir, I have
0: so many questions. Why are you wearing a hat in a whirlpool?
1: Oh, we were on the. Sorry, it was a uh, log flume, and oh, the log yes, flume yes, goes yes, down yes. into okay. like a spinning got
0: it, got whirl,
1: it. and yep. then it went down. It looked like it fl- got flushed down the toilet. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. We made it out alive, thank God. Right, but, but like, not your hat. but not my hat, and I cried about it the whole rest of the day. And then, wait,
0: you cried about something? That's adorable. Uh-huh. Eight-year-old, eight-year-old Alex.
1: Yeah, I was. That's I was funny. Tearful, and then I was <laughs> on my parents' shoulders and they thought it was hot and I thought it was hot and we went back to the hotel and that's what I remember from Disney World
2: wow and that's, so I that tell sounds traumatic every
1: parent <laughs> do not take your kid
0: <laughs> to that damn Disney Whirlpool.
1: World before they have reflective consciousness <laughs> Like the frontal lobe needs to develop before I would say the age of ten. Yeah, don't take your kid to Disney World.
0: I went at seventeen and I really enjoyed it.
1: <laughs> yeah, you. I think you should go when you're a teenager. Yeah, it's more it was a meaningful. Lot more
0: fun. Well, so this goes to my point. So next year, Disney has several amazing movies coming out. Uh, March eight, uh, Captain Marvel is coming out. Captain Marvel is a Marvel comic superhero who's a female Captain America essentially. Oh, very dope. Nice. Very cool. And if you if you read the comic Misses Miss Marvel, mm-hmm. which is the hijabi wearing, not hijabi wearing, oh. a Muslim a Muslim girl who who is a superhero, and she has Captain Marvel in her like room as like her inspiration.
1: Yeah, the front door. I
0: know. Super. So that's March eighth, March 29th Dumbo live action. Are is you being, serious? Is being recreated. That elephant. That elephant. Gonna be great. May Daddy. May third, Avengers. Probably the last one with all the, all the Wait Avengers a second, that we know. Didn't they
1: do the, what was the last one? Infinity Wars? Infinity Wars. What is
2: this?
0: This is gonna be like you know how black di- hole.
1: Like
0: it's, you know how like Infinity Wars ended.
1: No, I actually didn't see it. <gasps> I know. I've been trying to keep a secret for the longest.
0: Cannot be your friend. <laughs> What?
1: I know there was some guy collecting rings who was really upset at everybody and he had a lot of power. I literally can't, my mouth is
0: not like stopped. And then people didn't like
1: how it ended
0: and everyone
1: blamed Chris Pratt that I remember.
0: It 100% was Chris Pratt's fault. Oh my God. I
1: basically saw it then.
0: You didn't see it because it's literally a couple of things happen. So I saw it with another person. And Do not
1: spoil this for no, I'm me not or s- anyone. I'm else. not.
0: I'm not going to spoil it for you. There, there are a couple of things that happen, and the reaction that I had. My friend was like, "Your reaction was exactly like my reaction." He, he was literally watching me watch this movie, and I'm just like, "Can you just watch?" Your this? friend
1: just watched you throughout the whole movie. I mean,
0: that's a little weird, but like, that he was weird. expecting my reactions because like I would react and like grab onto him. Or he would be like get ready and i'm just like i'm not ready was I'm this not. a
1: platonic friend
0: it's a friend
1: okay <laughs> i just anyway, don't
0: back to uh,
2: the
1: rest <laughs> of this because i'm not done i wasn't invited
0: you were not invited <laughs> you're my platonic friend that i watch movies with <laughs> <laughs> okay anyway back to this so that's may 3rd avengers may 24th live action aladdin
1: Oh, hell yeah. I've been hearing about that. I'm
0: very excited for it. Bring it. It's going to be super brown. It's going to be great. It's going to be awesome. So much melanin. Super brown. Is
1: Aladdin going to be brown? Yo, that people... It's going to be Middle Eastern or brown. If he is true Middle Eastern, like visibly...
0: I think he is. Features
1: and all that. White America is gonna have a field day. Yeah. Gonna be like,
0: Fox News is gonna have some feelings about it. Don't worry, guys. Aladdin is still white. No, it's not. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he doesn't look like Scott Bayo.
0: <laughs> he doesn't look like Scott Bayo. That's Jeez. funny. Um, June 21st is going to be Toy Story 4.
1: No, wait, what? I
0: know. how
1: is Andy like middle age now? I don't
0: know. Andy's our age. Like, Andy has to be our age.
1: What if you met a guy our age who had his childhood toys? Okay, so
0: I didn't watch Toy Story 3, so I don't know. I, know. I, know.
1: I literally can't be your friend right now. <laughs> there was a thing that happened, and it, for the second time on this episode, I'm going to acknowledge that I cried, okay? You cried? Again, that if you watch Toy Story 3... Are you crying right now? O-M-G. No, I'm not. But are like, you sure? My eyes are
0: misty heavily. Your eyes are super misty. He's at the
2: Oh, God.
0: I have to watch it. Okay, I'll watch it. It's okay. This is the same reaction. That it's my, one of yeah. the
1: saddest movies.
0: That's what I heard. And that's why I didn't want to watch it because like,
1: like ant- I'm not ready oh for it. Oh, my God. Rip your heart out. Okay, so Toy, Toy Story 4.
0: June 21st. How can they?
1: Is Woody in it?
0: Woody's in it. That's Buzz. the That's the... Picture. Well, oh, but
1: there's no. We don't see Buzz in the picture. We don't see Buzz. So don't it just
0: says June 2019. It's coming in June 21st. All right. And finally, uh, it's not really finally. The it's actually before Toy Story. Cinderella. Jo- actually, no. It's after. It's after Toy Story.
1: Snow White. No. Snow Black. No. All right. What is it?
0: Lion King live action. Donald Glover. Beyonce. Oh, we've
1: known about this for a minute.
0: Right. So I just want to say my PSA to yeah. people out there. These movies are not for your children. Don't bring them to the freaking theater. This is for me.
1: Mufasa dies again.
0: Okay, first of all.
1: Spoiler alert. I don't know if
0: you've seen, like, the... Um, sorry, folks, if you're hearing a lot of New York City. It is warm as hell in the studio, so the window's open. True story. So, Mabi. Um, in November. In November. It is. It is kind of rainy. Uh, anyway, back to this. Um, it's... So I don't know if you've seen The Lion King like promo like promos. The, the trailer just came out. No. Like right before Thanksgiving. It literally is a shot for shot for, of The Lion King, the movie, but with real animals.
1: Um, okay.
0: It's really I'm cool. I've
1: seen something in my mind.
0: Right. It's really, really cool.
1: He's. There's Rafiki's holding baby Mufasa. Yeah. Baby Simba. Obviously,
0: it's like not a real simba like i'm sure it's like cgi'd and like all these other things but this baby simba Mm
1: -hmm. real baby oh my god cgi'd real baby yeah live Uh, action oh my god wait can we break that down for a second when we say live action we're talking about people that we did some cgi doctoring to
0: potentially yes
1: that's what we call live action now. yeah
0: or like it's not a cartoon
1: but it's not
0: I'm sure there's going to be people stuff in it. I don't know. Mm. I'm very ready for this, but I just want to say little baby Mufasa, I mean, little baby Simba telling mm. Mufasa to get up. I cried like a oh, baby wow. during the cartoon. Oh, God. So I could only imagine <sighs>
1: when they what that.
0: I'm going to do when I see this cute little furry nugget.
1: When we were kids and that happened, do you remember?
0: It was it was terrifying. I, I, I would
1: love to go back in that time as an adult now and see the reaction from a pre social media parent group right talking to disney about excuse me excuse me (laughs) sir madam, we (laughs) are not even halfway through the movie and you killed the parent
0: the one parent what
1: am i supposed to tell my child
0: but, like, look at this. I, I don't have to see it, but, like...
1: That's the Serengeti. That's the sunrise on Serengeti. Those are some nice antelope. Those are some good-looking horns. They're grazing across the mountain. Birds so flying. Alex is
0: watching the trailer right now on um, Instagram.
1: Oh, this is by Disney. Yeah, yeah. it says it right there. hmm mm-hmm. Giraffes, zebras. There's an elefante. hmm Oh, that's a cute little paw print. He steps inside the big paw print <laughs> with his little paw print. <laughs> Oh, this is really nice CGI. Yeah. These wildebeests look amazing.
0: I know. But look at Baby baby Nugget. I'm
1: getting there. Oh, we're at Pride Rock. It looks shot. For, for shot. For shot. Look at Rafiki. CGI. Oh, okay, wait a second.
0: Are you ready? No.
1: Nah, hang on. I thought... Well, I'm glad you showed me this. Because I was really expect Cute Simba. Completely C- CGI. Oh, 100%. I thought... Because later we see... Donald Glover. Don't we see Beyonce and Donald Glover and all these people? They're not just doing the voices. They're, They're doing the f-
0: voices and potential. Their like, bodies
1: and faces are potentially, yeah. So I was expecting Baby Simba to also look like a human baby lion hybrid.
0: Sure, but uh, it looks just
1: like a baby lion cub.
0: But just like look at look at look at the baby. I,
1: so so I this is the it. thing.
0: I was watching, uh, Fantastic Beasts. Yeah. Um. The, the newest Fantastic Beasts I don't know it's if you've watched it's been Harry Potter it's a it's a it's a prequel to Harry Potter so it, it is life before Harry Potter was even in existence this is when Dumbledore was like in his like 20s and 30s she wrote this JK yeah JK wrote it okay. as a screenplay alright um and it's very good, very interesting. It's like it's based it's in the nineteen twenties in America and in London. It's very fun.
2: Cool.
0: Um, so it's the second one. Second one's not as great as the first one because I think it's like setting up for the third movie that's coming out.
1: She just skipped the book altogether. She cut straight to the chase. What do you mean? She's doing screenplays for
0: I mean she did the she, still... she did the actual play too. Like yep. the Broadway play. Yeah, was... The Cursed Child, Harry Potter and the Cursed Child.
1: I just wonder how much she's getting paid. She's oh, milking she's... this thing so well.
0: As a person who still is upset that I didn't get my letter, like this is Your from letter? Hogwarts.
1: Was this a, Is this a joke or was this an actual thing?
0: No, like you know how when you turn a certain age yeah. as a as a witch or a wizard, mm. you would get a letter from Hogwarts saying, hey, come to our school. And I didn't get my letter. We
1: bought into that so hard.
0: Oh yeah, I, I am 31 years old and I'm still butthurt about it.
1: I used to walk around with my latest edition of Harry Potter and wearing a robe.
0: Yeah. Like I
1: was a... <laughs> Frickin' wizard.
0: <laughs> you, you did you really? Yeah. Don't lie.
1: I was like, I was like, Clay Thompson.
0: <laughs> yeah, I can't. Before Clay Thompson. <laughs> um. Okay. And back to what I was saying. So I was watching Fantastic Beasts, and I realized that anytime I see a cute, like, nugget-looking animal, mm-hmm. I think of Wrigley. That's yeah. why when I first had got Wrigley, okay. I was gonna name him Simba. I can see that.
1: I'm looking at him right now. I can see it.
0: Like yeah. I, I was watching, um, How to Train a Dragon, with my nieces and nephews. And I was like, oh my God, how to train a dragon, the dragon and how to train a dragon looks like Wrigley to me, even though it is a dragon and not Wrigley. Yeah, not at all. Again, there's nothing wrong with me. Except
1: when you give him a haircut and shave him down, okay, and then he looks all. more like a dragon. Wow. Don't even recognize him.
0: Wow. Alex, you don't do shit for Wrigley.
1: I <laughs> you appreciate do nothing. him. You I exercise. Every time I'm here, I throw a ball and yes. he gets exercised. Yes. I'm his basically his your, personal fitness coach.
0: What are you trying to say that I do nothing?
1: No, I'm just saying I have a certain you mean, set you mean of the skills
0: that I do is nothing. I'm a physical trainer therapist. Uh, mm, mm, mm. I
1: do dog tricks. You do. I do magic you tricks do for dog dogs. Tricks. And if anybody needs a magician at <laughs> their next dog party, I'm really good at them.
0: You are very good at them. But anyway, 2019. These movies are for people like you and me. Cool. Leave your crying children. What are they at rated? Home. I think they're all like PG or PG thirteen.
1: Mm, show me a good R. can,
0: can That's you, for us. Can you imagine Lion King as R?
1: Yeah, real Vicious. blood, scars, real scars.
0: Ooh. I'm so excited for this sex
1: scene. That that scene with Simba and Nala,
0: where they're just trampling around.
1: That changes. It's <laughs> a rated R movie.
0: It does. It surely does. Um, so yeah. That's that's all I had for that. But just, okay. Again, this is not for the babies. This is for us. So leave your babies crying at home. When I'm at the movie theaters, if I hear one crying baby, I will lose my bananas. They're not
1: going to remember anything if they don't have a frontal lobe formed. Right. So then. listen so, to
0: Alex and get your so kids over the age of 13 can come to these Yeah, um, I would say shows. that's
1: appropriate.
0: Uh, what else is happening? Oh, um, so the 76ers lost a game to the Cleveland Cavaliers.
1: Which is, the Cavs are a really bad team.
0: Right, so it's very strange. I know this is our dabbling section,
2: mm-hmm.
0: um, and we're talking about basketball for like a millisecond, only because Kendall Jenner was there, and she was like, you know, booing Tristan Thompson and being like cute about it or oh, whatever. God. Um, and so Philly fans were like, oh, Ugh. that's the reason why the Philadelphia 76ers lost a game. It's because Kendall Jenner was there. I
1: want to know. Okay, And they
0: have a legit petition. There's a petition started by a 76ers fan that's banning... In
1: Philadelphia. In
0: Philadelphia. Banning Kendall Jenner from coming to another 76ers game in Philly.
1: How many signatures does that need?
0: I think it was at 70,000 plus at this point.
1: How many do they need to make that happen? I
0: don't think they need... Any to me. Like I don't like something I don't think. On the
1: that's, like, books? Like,
0: I don't think this is going to it's not a real thing. It's like one of those like awesome. weird whatever. But as much as I was like, Oh, that's funny, lulls, like can we stop blaming a woman for why a team was not doing well? Like it's why are we blaming Kendall Jenner that a certain player can't have a jump shot for the life of him. Can't even try to have a real jump shot for the life of wow,
1: him. Wow, Jonan. Ben Simmons, she's coming for you.
0: I'm. I mean, Ben, oh. you a cutie, but you you can't shoot for shit.
1: That's what everyone says. He's tired of hearing that.
0: He I wants, showed you the picture. Yeah, it's a picture he of Ben Simmons. He wants people to
1: respect his jump shot.
0: Which jump shot? Where? What? Ouch. I've never. I've not seen it,
1: uh, sir. Uh, uh, he, you know what? I will say this though. Uh-huh. I agree with you in that let's not blame
2: candle no. for them
1: losing to a subpar team. However, I still am quite befuddled and enamored uh, by the Kardashian women's propensity and proclivity for black male athletes.
0: Do you want to just t- say that they have a fetish for them?
1: Those are your words, not mine. I'm just saying I've noticed a trend. From Kim to Chloe to Kendall and Kylie to some degree, although she just likes her,
0: she just likes her black men. Yeah, musicians,
1: musicians. Yeah, I'm just noticing that all of these women have (coughs) uh, black guys, Uh, except for Courtney. Yeah, who's with? I just want to say
0: I'm very, very impressed. That you know all of their names.
1: That took the life of me. Like,
0: it literally, I'm so impressed. I was. I skipped never... the gym for that today. You did. I'm proud of you. Um,
1: well, I, so, anyway, let's not blame Kendall. But at the same time, like, you shouldn't have all the phone numbers of all these players in your phone. This is my feeling. But whatever.
0: I mean, as someone who pretty exclusively only dates men of color, I've been accused of fetishizing men of color. And I say, am I? It's one thing. Or are if, you are you butt hurt that I don't want to date you, white
2: man? Uh,
1: okay, that's that could be a conversation. But the, it's one thing when it's one person making choices. But when you have three sisters also making the exact same choice, you're kind of like that's like what's potentially happening? biological. Oh, oh wait, wait, wait! And the mom yeah. when she was divorced <laughs> dated a hot younger black guy. What the, she saw her daughters doing it and she thought, oh, that could be fun. Like no, I'm sorry. The whole thing reeks of fetish.
0: Oh yeah, no, hundred like, percent. Especially the God. way they fetishize black women's bodies and try to replicate that themselves with the boobs and the booty.
1: I've never been a fan of that conversation. Why? I've heard that. And,
0: say say more. Okay,
1: I could be completely wrong about this, and I don't have a strong opinion about this, okay. and I'm completely open to other perspectives.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So my feeling on that has always been, okay. You're born with a certain kind of body type. Sure. And then from that, wealth and personal preference will lead you to modify that body type however you would choose. I don't know. It's uh, This is seems like such a dumb question. Uh, why am I even asking this? Kim Kardashian. Yes. Uh, breasts are real or fake? I don't know. I've I never... think
0: they're real. She like tapes them up and stuff. I think they're real. I think the real. only person that has fake boobs is Courtney. Okay. Because they've talked about it on the show.
1: Okay. So whatever she got is what she was born with. And then the booty, I'm pretty sure it was just her booty from the beginning.
0: Sure. But I'm sure she has injected stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. For
1: sure. So there's collagen and other sort of stuff floating in there. My feeling is that I'm just happy. Happy. Maybe that's not the right word. But I'm relieved to see... That we no longer fixate on, like, the supermodel, runway, pencil-thin women of the past. And that there's been an evolution toward, like, inclusion of curves mm-hmm. in different body types. Sure. Since then, and these women attempt to stay in that lane much more. You Remember how we were talking about the Victoria's Secret models sure. on the front cover? Yeah. And then when our Sports Illustrated, I should yeah. say. And then when Tyra Banks came out with her edition, we were like, holy shit, look at all these curves. And it wasn't even that much right. by today's standards. Right. But we were just happy to see something with, with uh, like rotundness to it, <laughs> if I can say that. Rotunda. Um, but I, no, anyway, I'm just open to different body types and the fact that their bodies look the way they look is for me like I couldn't ask you to tone down your body type so that you're not appropriating what used to be just black women's bodies and we used to think those were undesirable because we like the pencil thin pancake booty white women right. on the runways mm-hmm. but the fact that we started incorporating different body types that look more like oh we didn't used to like the mm-hmm. the black body types but now it's in as it, it's kind of like you could say that about about fashion and like, oh, you're wearing hammer pants, but we were wearing hammer pants when it was cool or whatever. Right. But it's different when you talk about people's body types because women have had these body types. The Venus of Willendorf
2: mm-hmm.
1: was a stone carving from, what, the second century, mm-hmm. maybe BC. I'm not even sure around mm-hmm. that time. And people just carved this, like, voluptuous, plump woman mm-hmm. out of stone. And that's what their culture worshipped. And right. there's parts of the world that idealize that. There's other parts that like skinny women. And so I'm just like, women's bodies have always been varied, but we've just chosen to acknowledge certain things. The Kardashians seem to be genetically predisposed to having more curves. I'm not going to say that they're stealing that from black women, but they are capitalizing on what they have and their quote unquote assets.
2: Mm, mm, That mm. is
1: my feeling.
0: Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, I call bullshit. Okay,
2: what do you? <laughs> yeah, what? What? what, what just, how should I so, be thinking about this?
0: I, I don't know. I don't think you're incorrect in that. Like, we shouldn't be like, oh, this is what a woman looks like. That's what it is, right? Like, keep it, keep it as that. Like, Kim was probably the more voluptuous, like booty, boobs, that of of all of her siblings. Mm-hmm. Um, I think of like I'm thinking more of like the Kylie Jenner. Where I've seen her grow up on Keeping Up with the Kardashians. I
1: haven't seen Kylie, so I'm gonna Google this. While and
0: you're so, like Kylie, as like a, a kid who's like, you know, twelve, thirteen years old, didn't like, didn't have a booty, didn't have boobs and stuff. And I get it, like you're a prepubescent teen, so things maybe aren't forming. Mm-hmm. But then all of a sudden. You have this like little waist, big booty, clearly lip injections. Oh, those bo-
1: lips are wow.
0: Yeah, they're very pretty.
1: They're not real. But they're
0: not real. Yeah. It's not her lips. Even Ooh. even Kendall has a little bit of lip injections in her. It's not completely like uh, Kylie's. So I'm just thinking of it as like Is that good for you. I don't I don't know. I have naturally voluptuous lips. I'm good. I Is that the or luscious lips? Luscious lips. They both work. Doesn't matter. It's
2: whatever you want. Um,
0: so I just look at it as like I get that women's bodies are women's bodies. Like I can do a million squats a day and my booty's never gonna look like Jayla. S- like jayla It's not. Like I have my assets are there, it it's wonderful and I like them, but I recognize that if I wanted like super big booty or like my boobs to be even more perky than they are i'll have to go under the knife to do something like that or get injections or whatever right and so i think of it as you know i think of chloe probably the most natural of all of them but her booty just seems way bigger than everybody else's. like it's not proportional like i've seen pictures of her before and Mm. like in the show before and i don't remember when even when she was like quote-unquote fat i'm like she definitely lost weight, and like her face is more chiseled uh-huh. and all this, and that happens as you lose weight. When I lose weight, you see it in my face first before you see it anywhere else in my body. So like, I don't know. I just think it's, I think they fetishize blackness in general, and it, it it also shows in like how they wear their hair. Sometimes they'll do like box braids, and I'm like, why are you doing box braids? You don't need to do box braids. You know, like I don't get that. Or why are you doing cornrows? Or like, it's like I braid my hair, but I'm not doing cornrows because I don't need to do that, you know? Um, I don't know. It's just an interesting...
1: It does appear that um, having not seen Kylie before, mm-hmm. and I don't want to say too much about another person's body and how it changes, but I will say between... According to the interweb between 2013 and 2016, and I have not read anything on this, I'm just looking at some before and afters,
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, it looks like maybe she did make some concerted choices.
0: Oh, yeah. No, absolutely, she did.
1: So... Um, but who knows? Uh, bodies work in mysterious ways. Uh, good luck. But it to you. also
0: makes me sad that like you need just a bunch of white women to say that it was okay for the, this body type to look good. What black women have? Do you outside of like the black community that we know that are beautiful and that we love?
1: Right. Like um, what
0: other? Like in well, mainstream media, who? Oh, has, it's
1: always white dominant culture that right. gives the go ahead for what is. Cool
0: what is? Yeah, and or what is correct? Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, but I think that's a slow process, and it's hard to put a finger on exactly when that point happened. Yep. So.
0: Anywho, um, do you want to talk about this last thing?
1: Oh, yeah, I just thought this was cool. Yeah, tell, um, tell I us. I the Find My iPhone app. Yes. That is the app that if you lose something, like your iPhone or even your MacBook, they have the same function, if you lose that device... You have been able to go on another Apple device and use the Find My iPhone app and go look on a map to see where your dot is, your blue dot, which will signal this is where your iPhone is. And you is. can
0: even have a ding for you, too.
1: Yeah, you can have a di- you can have it emit a sound for you. You can have it post a message on the screen for you. You can
0: erase it if you think someone stole yeah, it. Yeah, you that. can
1: erase it, lock it, do all sorts of stuff with it, controlled from your laptop to your iPhone. Mm-hmm. This has been a game changer for people who've lost their stuff like I did when it was in New Jersey and I had to get it back and it took 48 hours and I had to play detective and use very strong language, but mission accomplished. Any I just want
0: to say that was a wonderful weekend
1: Man, things I'll never forget. <laughs> Any who's will be. Uh, what is new now is that the Find My iPhone app mm-hmm. in some buildings, buildings, large buildings, not like an apartment flat or anything like that, but in a large building, and and they're not saying Apple's not saying what building specifically yet. But for mm-hmm. years, they have been taking interior shots and schematics photos of. Spaces, Mm -hmm. large buildings, Right. where now if I were using my iPhone app, I can not only see the building it's in, but I can go inside the building visually to see the floor plans, Mm. to see where in the building it is.
0: Wow. Yikes.
1: Um, Good if you're using it for exactly what you need it for. Right. You're like, hey, here's my iPhone. Creepy if it's... Creepy though if you... Man, you can see inside of a building now. We're only steps away from seeing inside someone's colon. You know what I'm saying? Yikes. Like, the technology is real.
0: That is very Can real. You... That's actually kind of creepy, though.
1: It's amazing.
0: It's amazing and creepy. Yeah. Like, if you left your phone here, could it, like, do the schematics of this space and, like, show you exactly where it is in this, in this well, space? Well, it's not
1: just that. It's like, we're gonna... No, it couldn't in in today's technology, mm-hmm. but by this standard, if people are reporting that this is helpful... You know how Google goes down the street with their um, Google Maps car? It's got the camera on top. Right. Well, you know, (laughs) iPhone or uh, Apple and Google partner and reach out to all of us and say like, Hey, New York City, between 2019 and 2022, Mm -hmm. we are going to be um, photographing and videoing every apartment in New York City. So, you'll get an email, we'll come to your residence, and we'll do the entire apartment building inside and out. And they take all of the front that yeah. and do everything. And so, when your iPhone is stolen or someone's is stolen, they can see directly into your apartment. We are at Big Brother level, Orwellian style, sooner than a lot of people expected.
0: This it. is Black Mirror.
1: Yeah, it is. Black Mirror is ahead of. So, I
0: only started recently watching Black Mirror. Uh huh. And I'm shook. First what is all, Black
1: Mirror for
2: people?
0: Black Mirror is a show on Netflix where it basically is like a future dystopian. It's not even dystopian. It's just
1: It's barely future.
0: It's it feels very <laughs> like present. Um like one of my favorite um my, one of my favorite episodes that I watched was when um like you go on a date with someone and you have a little oh, orb. God. Oh god. And this orb says how long this date will be. So the date can be 12 hours, right? And in those 12 hours, you could do a lot of, you know, oh, it's only 12 hours. All right, let's just, let's just bang it out. Or it could be like 15 years Jesus. or it could be. And then as you go through this, you, you eventually find your soulmate to it. But like, that's is super, super weird. Another really favorite one of mine is like, like your eye is recording everything
2: mm-hmm.
0: and you can like, move back and back so like say you and i are having an argument about something mm-hmm. and then we talk about it like like a couple of days later a week later, a year later years later and you're like no that's not what i said i'm like well hold on a second yeah. and then like you get to, and i'm like this is what you said this is what i saw and what like, and you can see it too. Like, that's super weird. Yeah, that's really helpful. Like, I actually was having a conversation with someone that I watched it with, and I was just, and they disagreed with me on something, and I'm just like, I really wish I had that technology, (laughs) because I I could tell you that you actually said that. They were like, okay, yeah, I I believe you. (laughs) I'm like, good. (laughs) Um,
1: Emotions went out. Always.
0: Always emotions. But, uh, but no, that's, no, Black, and what's cool about Black Mirror is that you don't have to watch it from the beginning, because there's some that are, like, kind of weird, but you can, like, watch whatever, like, there's like really romantic ones. There's really ones that are like super like tech techy and like mm-hmm. scientific y and that's kind of cool and Yeah. Um but yeah, that's kind of weird. I do appreciate the find my phone app. I, I also appreciate that on my Apple phone. If I can't find my phone, I can ding it from my Apple phone.
1: You mean your watch? Yeah. My the Apple, Apple watch. watch.
0: I can ding my phone from my Apple Watch.
1: Yeah, that's a is cool device great. too. They're that's super great too. Hey, I will never get one of those. An Apple Watch? Yeah.
0: Yeah, I love
1: mine. I am sure, but I just can't believe in its earliest model that that radiation level is safe. Uh, There's no way. There's no way. There's no I mean, way. we going to die. There's no way in 50 years that's not going to show up. <laughs>
0: Remember that time, that, uh, that Apple, Apple watch that you had 20 Everyone's years
1: wrist is just <laughs> slagged. Falling Slagged. Left wrists <laughs> um. everywhere. Okay, Anywho,
0: but yeah, that's super interesting. Thanks for sharing that. Is there anything else you wanted to add?
1: No, I want to talk about basketball.
0: Yeah, we got some things to talk about. All right, all right, let's make this happen. All right, folks, it is time to talk on our favorite subject: basketball. Dribble, 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 dribble. All right, what's going on? What are? Let's talk about what the standings would be. If we were going if who was who would make the playoffs right now?
1: It I think this is an anomaly. We're so early into the season. No, absolutely. We're only about twenty games in. We're only a quarter of the way. Yeah, through we're not the season. even
0: remotely anywhere near. However, let's talk about it.
1: It's let's if do this it. were any indicator, right now the Eastern Conference would be far ahead uh in controlled by the Raptors. The Toronto Raptors would have their mm-hmm. way with yes. most teams. They have the best record in the league at seven, in the league at 17 and 4. Milwaukee Bucks are after them, then the Philadelphia 76ers and surprisingly the Detroit Pistons at 4. Pistons? I'm just really excited All about right, Blake D. Griffin. And then uh what is surprising, you see the Pacers, you see the Magic, which is great for the Magic. Mm-hmm. But Boston Celtics are at 500.
0: <coughs> yeah, they are not doing great. They They're, are They are the Shrugger. One of one of the biggest disappointments of the league this season.
1: Uh, underperforming. So, yeah, very much so. And then the Charlotte Hornets would be in the playoffs. Yes. Which would mean very little, usually. Yeah. Um, but Kemba's having an amazing year. The fact that he's having the year he's having and they're only eighth,
2: mm-hmm.
1: I don't know what to do with that. So, but on the outside looking in, you would not have your New York Knicks or your Brooklyn Nets, which I've become accustomed to. I don't even plan on say, it. I was going to say,
0: like, we haven't f- sentenced that most of our lives. I don't <laughs> look at
1: playoff tickets because they're just not it's an not option. It's not to be there. We're in New York City and we can't put together even one franchise. Not even one.
0: Not even one. This is I was going to go see that Philadelphia 76ers and Brooklyn Nets game. Yeah. And I'm kind and of mad. And you didn't because. And I'm mad I didn't.
1: You could have offset the Kendall Jenner bad juju maybe.
0: Maybe, but I just want to see my boy Jimmy Jimmy Buckets.
1: Jimmy Buckets, Do Buckets this killing thing. it. We're gonna talk about him later. The but Wizards, continue. the Wizards are terrible. Um, just <laughs> worth noting, and they're trying to trade everybody, and uh, the, but no
0: one's interested it, in those bad
1: contracts. Uh,
0: people are more interested in Bradley Beal for sure than um, John Wall. John Wall.
1: His contract is just woefully overpaid.
0: Right. So he's why a would...
1: great player. He's fast, but not for that price nope. and th- his age. You can't put it's, that it's all It's not together. sustainable. It's not sustainable. It was a bad idea.
0: Bad Brad, move. Bradley
1: Beal, St. Louis' own. That guy.
0: He's doing well. He I mean, should he go play. I like as a person is doing well.
1: He should play in Los Angeles. Just saying. Okay. Speaking of Los Angeles, Tell in me. the Western Conference, if the playoffs started today. Today. The Los Angeles Clippers
0: Whoa. would be the
1: number one seed
0: stop
1: i know can you name one player who plays for the los angeles clippers i can't it's really hard
0: i I actually can't
1: doc rivers is the coach and that's all we know that's
0: literally all i know oh my god
1: the clippers would be the number one seed
0: i really don't understand who i am
1: i i I hear you
0: wow weird okay behind them
1: are the former champ golden state warriors cool the Denver Nuggets. Okay. Then the Memphis Grizzlies. Okay. We just, I didn't see these people coming. No. Oklahoma City in 5th uh-huh. Portland in Portland in sixth. Okay. And Bronze Lakers mm-hmm. are at seven, and the Pelicans would be at eight. Wow. The Rockets wouldn't even be in the playoffs because they're the 11th nor seed the, right now.
0: Nor the Spurs.
1: Nor the Spurs. Nor the... Thibodeau's Minnesota Jazz. Minnesota Jazz. Minnesota Timberwolves. The Utah Jazz, who are supposed to be pretty good this year,
0: are like second from the bottom. Yikes. Who's the bottom? Uh, Phoenix. Oh, okay. That's the This is just... I don't understand what's happening. If you're a
1: basketball fan, this is just a weird...
0: It's so s- weird. ...ranking. It's weird.
1: These standings... We'll see at All-Star break yeah. where things are. But this is giving me...
0: This is kind monster. of exciting.
1: It is. But except for the fact that like, if it started today mm-hmm. and my number one seed is the Clippers and the eight seed is the Pelicans. It's weird. Neither one of you are going to compete for a championship. So I, I don't <laughs> like this one eight matchup is weird. It's like both of you should just resign.
0: It, absolutely. Um, the Minnesota Timber Um, yes, I said Timber Yeah. Um, what is going on with Wiggins? Just air ball after air ball. You know,
1: someone did a...
0: Like, it's not cute. And... He had zero points.
1: I know. In the game. He went, like, 0 for 15.
0: Yeah. It was bad. He
1: went 0 for 15. Like, I D. Rose was,
0: like, doing ankle breakers and, yeah. and, like, killing it. And gave it to Wiggins, and Wiggins did not your do boy, so well
1: your boy d rose he's, he's, he's consistently slaying, doing well slaying my out boy's doing well he is gonna he be, could be
0: an all-star
1: he is going to be my number one story of the year if he has a great year yeah. i have just enjoyed watching his stats but to your point with wiggins i think psychologically he is he doesn't want to be here he just doesn't want to do this anymore
0: then leave he
1: but it's hard to turn down all that money well then he's got an amazing contract he's set for life
0: I just want to say that sounds like a first world problem that you need to
1: get over Oh I think it's really I'm gonna speak we're gonna talk about this in a little bit with Kyrie but I do, the more I think about it, when I was a kid, I wanted to be a basketball player.
0: You did? I not know that.
1: Oh, yeah. I wanted to be a pro basketball player. Every kid T- wanted to be a pro basketball Typical
0: black kid. Thinks. Yeah, exactly. What else were we going to do? I don't know why I'm like saying that so disappointingly. We That's... all
1: wanted to be in the NBA. I wanted
0: to marry a basketball player.
1: You're just like one of the Kardashians.
0: Wow. Where am I wrong? Wow. It's ironic like, that the
1: one that they did marry is a uh, white guy.
0: The one that? Who Chris is? Humphries. Oh. <laughs> Isn't he like part black though? Isn't he like half black? Oh, I
1: don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. Whatever.
0: Um, the fact that you compared me to uh, the Kardashians. I don't know if I'll ever forgive you.
1: Um, um One of the better ones. Like Chloe. Chloe was a nice one.
2: Yeah. Okay. Well. Yeah.
0: I will I will reevaluate this friendship in the future.
1: Okay, yeah. sleep on that. Uh, I would say <coughs> wanting to be a basketball player as a kid was a nice pipe dream because mm-hmm. I was playing basketball for fun and trying to make it up the ladder. Right. Knowing what pro athletes are now...
0: Yeah, it's a totally
2: different I like, game. I would
1: never want to be a professional basketball player. Mm-hmm. If, if I had to go through all of the mental duress... And the pressure of having thousands of people watch me every night, either in the arena or on TV, and judging my every... If I have a bad game in high school, the no paper at really most, maybe the paper has it on the box score, and my local community can see it, but when you are a professional athlete, and you have a bad game, and you go 0 for 15,
0: Everybody. Think, talking about,
1: think about this, if I had a bad game in high school, people could talk about trading me across the country to a different high school. Yeah. How would that mentally, knowing your yeah. ability to drop buckets, determines the location live. of where you live and you and your family? Yep. And how much you get paid.
0: Okay, you're right. Oh, my God. You're I are right.
1: That pressure, I think, for him and so many other players, that and Andrew Wiggins, uh, I think it's, it's a, too
0: much. It's, I mean, what we expect many of these athletes, many of these black athletes to mm-hmm, do Mm-hmm. It's kind of unimaginable, especially you're asking these very young athletes to do it, right? Like these 20, 21, 22, early 20s, mid-20s athletes to Mm -hmm. do. It's a lot. You're right.
1: And I used to think if you were a professional athlete, that is the pinnacle of having... I will just say this. As a teenage boy Mm -hmm. who's only thinking about women... If I had, oh, if I get, was a pro basketball, of, you all get all the ladies everywhere, all the time. But what I realize now is that's not true. Nope. I know women who have turned down pro basketball players because they weren't interested. Mm. Unless because they weren't um, business savvy or they didn't go to uh, finish college or something like that. To think about being a nineteen-year-old kid, yeah, you were brought into a league you didn't go to college you didn't get any kind of special training in personal finance or anything like that all of a sudden you go from think about your personal finance experience in high school and what level of education you got around that yeah which is for most people next to nothing yeah or very little that you can remember yeah and then you get drafted and someone gives you millions of dollars
2: yeah yeah
1: that's a shift Psychologically, some people would say, like, oh, that sounds amazing. That could be very terrifying for someone.
0: Yep. Sounds about right. I don't know. Sounds about right. Anyway. um, So, Greg Popovich recently spoke on record about how Kawhi was a great player, but he was never a team leader. He was never a leader. That's all he really said. Greg Popovich. Oh.
1: he said a little bit more. What else did he say? He was asked by an Australian reporter.
0: Ah, mm-hmm. an Aussie.
1: An Aussie. He said, mm-hmm. uh, coach, how has Patty Mills been as he evolved for you and your team as a leader on your on your crew? Mm-hmm. And he, Popovich your called. Your
0: Australian accent is quite good. I can't do it for anything, so I, good job. I
1: have to visit one day and try it out in IRL.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, the Popovich responded and said... Uh, are you asking do you have any kind of personal bias about this because patty mills is australian he's like i'm judging by your accent that you probably like he patty said mills. how show of hands how many reporters here we're going to ask a patty mills question and he's like nobody yeah anyway to your point he said patty has come on really strong and he has been one of the team leaders
2: mm-hmm.
1: um for us and the reporter specifically said has he been more of a leader since like People, like Kawhi leaving. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you could see Popovich hesitating mm-hmm. to respond. Mm-hmm. And the way that he said it was so um, non accusatory and mm-hmm. not salacious, but he right. said,
0: very matter you know, of fact. And,
1: and, you know, Kawhi was not, he was a great player. like And he said, his talent will always be missed. Right. But he wasn't like a leader for us in the locker room the same way that Patty and Manu Hmm. were leaders for us and even LaMarcus Aldridge has come on really strong here for us um, as of recent Um, but yeah and he said and for Kawhi like maybe those things are still developing and yet to come in his career like maybe he's still working on it but uh, it wasn't in a way and then he just kind of like trailed off he said but well that's all I'll say about that it's fine um i didn't have a problem with it
0: i mean i think that's i don't think i was surprised when pop said that though like if anyone was surprised that
2: mm-hmm.
0: Kawhi wasn't like a leader that manu or like a tim duncan or like
1: tony parker the tony
0: parkers were like i'm not like no no part of me was like oh, yeah, I'm shocked.
1: No, i shocked. I was just like, yeah, sounds about right. No, I'm like, shocked. I would, it would. Do you think you could he see have... that?
0: You could see that, like on the court, that he was, he right. was, you know, he did what he had to do. He played.
1: Do you think Pop should have ignored the Kawhi Leonard part of that conversation?
0: Because I don't think Pop
1: has any I don't malice think, I don't toward think it Kawhi. was I
0: don't think it was malicious.
1: No, he has no malice toward him. I think he was just saying, like, to your question, I just, you know. I think it's fine to call him a great player. And we miss that talent for sure. Right. But that that part of his game is still growing, the leadership part. Mm. I think that's fine for... That's true of a lot of... Like, Kevin Durant is not a leader. In the
0: Sorry. I'm
1: sorry. I mean, people <laughs> who listen to this know I go in on Kevin Durant. But I mean... No, I I'm really, just
0: laughing because I'm like, yeah.
1: I mean that by no disrespect. I mean, in terms of how he carries himself, positions himself with the power and platform he has. The voice... And what he says with that voice are not what I would want in a leader. Right. There's a maturity level that was that's not quite... He's not immature, mm-hmm. but he's not the most mature player. Right. That, actually, no, he is immature sometimes. But And it
0: doesn't mean that he's not... He's just a different type of leader, maybe not the most effective leader.
1: He's... Well, and you know who was surprised by Popovich's comments? Mm-hmm. Kawhi. Yeah. Shocking. Okay, so Kawhi... Responded saying, like, you know, it just makes him laugh.
0: Yeah. And he,
1: Kawhi went to some length to outline how he sees himself as a leader by example. Mm-hmm. And that way, when you're a killer, Basically like. Basically,
0: he's, like, he's like, it's funny how people forget what kind of leader, leader you are once you stop playing for them. Or, like, mm-hmm. once you're not playing. Um, and I'm like. Uh, Kawhi, I, you weren't a leader. Thank you. Like, and I'm I'm a fan of Kawhi. I'm, I'm a big fan of Kawhi. Excellent player. Excellent player. I really like him even personally. I like that he's humble. this quiet, humble, like Hard stupid, working. humble, hardworking. He's gone through some really tough, tough things in his like life personally to bring him where he is. Like, it's yeah. very, very cool. He is a cool cat. I, I appreciate him and I enjoy watching him play. But do I consider you a leader no
1: okay i don't he does
0: and maybe he does in his own way of like i i make plays happen i facilitate things on the court yeah, blah that's blah, blah. Leadership. that's just facilitation that is x's and o's doing what you need to do right. what you do in the locker room right. of morale of seeing and having the emotional intelligence to pan mm, and map say it again what is going on on your team to be able to facilitate, okay, you know, Bob Smith is really upset with, you know, Michael Jordan and this yep. person and this person just is in the middle him. of this. And so how can you be the Scottie Pippen in here? I how, was
1: just thinking how can about you be,
0: that. Like, how can you be the LeBron James of the like, okay, Jr. Smith, my man right. has a lot of feelings. So I need to like, when as a leader, right. if I just need him to do his job on the court, I can just do that on the court, but I need to facilitate leadership and and relationship building mm-hmm. in the locker room maybe outside of the locker room mm-hmm. to make sure that like oh i know when jr smith is feeling a certain type of way yeah you know or that oh like he's you know he's shooting a little differently his his vibe is different right yeah. sometimes you just know like like i like i know when you're not ha- you're having an off day mm-hmm. because like we've done life together and mm-hmm. i could be like Alex is having an off day. I, threw like,
1: su- I throw soup in your face, Yeah, that's, style. Yeah. That's a subtle cue. That's
0: a subtle cue when I know that maybe something's wrong in your heart.
1: Right. Like, mm-hmm. like
0: a, that black slush that's in your heart. I should
1: be in the starting five.
0: <laughs> but like, it's relationship building, right? And Kawhi is like notoriously known to just keep to himself. <laughs> <laughs> like, it is... And I say that in the most, like, loving way. Boy, you don't care about nobody else. And I get that. I,
1: <laughs> I just, because I didn't think of the term relationship building. And then when you say relationship building, I immediately started laughing. Why? Because of how recluse he is. No, just, he's just so He's, shy. like, one of our very
0: good friends who just, like...
1: Yes, yes, yes. One yes, of yes, our yes. friends
0: that we love dearly won't come out unless we go to her. I'm we am go to call her,
1: her that. Now. Yeah,
0: j- she's, she's our kawaii. She, but, but th- we love, but, but she actually is <laughs> like comes out. <laughs> and, like, she,
1: it's funny. It's funny. Oh God, I'm sorry. What? He's like, it makes me laugh. I'm like, does it? Can we hear that again?
0: <laughs> Aww, <laughs> sorry. Just, his laugh, is
1: that meme. But hey, that's the only time I've ever heard him laugh. Mm-hmm. And I think what's funny about that is humor, right? Like. In a leader, I want some level of humor. In that you you um, brought up the example that was right fresh on the top of my mind. It's like right. to the outside world, who is the leader of the Bulls? Michael Jordan. Right. To the locker room, Scottie Pippen. Scottie Pippen is the guy that everybody. And you sometimes in. saw it
0: on the court too, mm-hmm. when like Mike would get mad.
1: And punch Steve Kerr in the face well, at practice. that's during
0: practice. Yeah, like. <laughs> but I'm saying, like. <laughs> you, what leader
1: punches there?
0: Steve Kerr! In the, the face. guy that, like, can't is... close for you. Like, he has done One three of the best players. shooters
1: of all time. Come on, dude. Punched him in the face. Punched
0: him in the face, Steve Kerr, poor thing. No, but I'm like, I, I remember watching games and, like, Mike would get mad about a play or whatever, mm-hmm. and you could see Scotty calming him down. Or you mm-hmm. could see Scotty, like, Mike's about to, like, Beat the crap out of Rodman, or like yeah. you know somebody Tony yeah. Kukoc, somebody yeah. you know Luke Longley, whatever. But Scotty's like in the middle, like facilitating the like let's not punch everybody right now. We right. can do it later,
1: Dennis. Like, like but, you know.
0: Um, but it, there's a level of like, and it, and it's not it's not manipulation, right? It's it's just no. it is orchestration. Just, it is just knowing. It is just being very self aware, mm-hmm. and then also being self aware enough so that you could facilitate. When you know thyself, you can like figure out who you are in the space much easier.
1: And you got to hold space well for people. Think about this, Michael. When he came back in '96, yes. the Bulls struggled mm-hmm. and they didn't make it to the finals. Right? Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry, '95. '95. Yeah, um, but. He then said, okay, what are we soft on? Boards. Like, we need more rebounding. Rodman. Who's the best guy we can get? Rodman. Let's De- go with the Pistons. Dennis Rodman, <laughs> rebounding leader king. Um, let's get him. Problem is, from Michael, Michael... Um, well, Michael doesn't hold grudges, but... Uh, oh, wait. He's the king of grudge. I was going to say, I'm
0: like... He, uh,
1: he, if, oh, if, wait, if He is. He's that guy at Costco with a huge cart, and he just goes to the grudge aisle and just loads everything in <laughs> there. He remembered the hard time with the Pistons. Yeah. He couldn't get over them for the longest yeah. and early in his career. Yeah. Scotty had the migraine. They were rough on them. Right. Like the Pist- Rodman's Pistons were tough on him. Right. And so for him to take on Dennis, according to Rodman, and I'm sure Michael would not refute this, Michael did not talk to Dennis. Yeah, Except for on the court when it mattered. Right. Michael wanted no relationship with Dennis because he didn't like Dennis. Whereas Scotty was the guy Mm-hmm. That recognized what Dennis needed. Right. And I was like, listen, he may not be my favorite guy, but I'm moving on from what it used to be. Right. And he's my teammate now.
0: I mean, there's a level of maturity. And like I can say through and through, I love Michael. Michael was immature as hell in that sense too. That's that that's a that's it's not immaturity of like, oh let's party and do whatever. It's just like, you know, it's immaturity of like of ego.
1: Oh yeah, big That's what it is. Well let's name players who are in a Michael Jordan mind state. And we praise them for it, mm-hmm. right and think early in their careers, especially Kevin Durant mm-hmm. mercenary mm-hmm. assassin, easy sniper, snake
0: um <laughs> easy sniper snake
1: kobe bryant
0: mm-hmm. number Mama. eight,
1: number eight kobe bryant,
0: yes, not number not number twenty
1: four no um, and then who was the last one I was thinking of? There's somebody else I was thinking of. I feel so
0: westbrook, um.
1: Even he has moments of leadership though. He does. There are, yeah, I've heard it. it's not like he's so he can be so hyper active mm-hmm. that it reads as scattered, mm. but when you do press game, he's on multiple occasions defended his teammates vocally mm. and I've never seen him throw any he is so loyal
0: to his teammates. He yes. will
1: never throw a teammate under the bus. Yeah. And I've I've noticed that about him.
0: Jimmy so, Butler,
1: yeah, Jimmy. Okay, we'll put Jimmy in there. Jimmy in that same category.
0: Because when he was with the Bulls and starting to get better than D. Rose, mm-hmm. you saw that tension there. The
1: clashing. Um, when Kobe was at number eight style with the the Shaq. Lakers, yeah, the Shaq, the the leader of the Lakers was arguably Shaq or Derek Fisher. Yes, maybe Rick Fox ish. Eh. At, at times, yeah, there was like a collective leadership yeah. around that. Nobody thought Kobe was the leader. No, of that he team.
0: he scored points for them. That's he what was he did.
1: dangerous on the court, and he kept to himself. When they did stuff as a team outside of that, he didn't hang out with them. No, he's like, I'm I'm doing my own thing.
0: Right, and that's fine. And like, I don't think there's anything wrong with that either, right? Like,
1: no.
0: like I don't expect everyone to be best friends with everyone that they work with, and right. like, I mean, it's a job at the end right. of the day. But it's if like,
1: you had asked Kobe, are you with the I wonder if you had Kobe to yourself at the bar at that age. Oh, he would with think him. he's a leader. Do you he, think he would?
0: Because I think his sense of leadership is like I, I, I was the highest scorer that day, right? Like that's me being a leader for my team.
1: He might be right. He might have thought that.
0: That's that's what I'm saying. I, th- think I,
1: I think Kevin Durant thinks that too.
0: Yeah, I mean, but Kevin Durant, sir, your reality is okay. Very well, different. The way,
1: this is what I'm getting at is like for Kawhi and Kevin. I think what leadership means to these guys is not what leadership is in the real world Mm. so i the one thing that i don't dislike Kawhi, but the thing that frustrates me about him is the lack of self-awareness i don't think he's aware around a lot of things
0: okay earlier tonight i thought i said i disagreed with you right in that i thought he was self-aware I will not take that statement back. Okay. Only because... I think he's self-aware about certain things about who he is. I think he knows who he is. I think he, like, his life circumstances and things of that nature um, makes him...
1: Actually, I'm going to go to that.
0: Like, I think he knows who he is in that sense, like who he is as a person. But I think he does lack self-awareness of who he is as, as a basketball player, like as a basketball yeah. leader. Yeah. Like, I think he knows who he is on the court. That's he, all I, I mean. I think, I think he knows what he can do in, on, on, the, mm-hmm. on the court when it comes on wax. But I don't know if he knows what he is outside of
1: okay, that. Okay, let me read what he said. Okay. Um, he said, it's funny to me. I heard about, these are in reference to Greg Popovich's comments about him not being a leader. I heard about it. It's just funny to me because, you know, I don't know if he's talking about last year or not, but I guess when you stop playing, they forget how you lead. Other than that, it doesn't matter. I'm here with the Raptors. My focus is on the season and not what's going on on the other side. And then he went on to say, I lead by example.
2: Mm. (laughs) Coming,
1: Coming into practice every day, which is basically your job. (laughs) (laughs) Which is basically
2: what you have to do.
1: He didn't say, I show up an hour early and leave an hour late. He's like, I I leave by example coming into practice every day. Just going hard and coming into these games mentally focused. You can't see things once you're playing on the floor. Guys ask me questions about their matchup, or if I see something on the floor, I'm telling guys, go here, go there. Just motivating people. Do you know what I mean? And then... I'm just trying to lift people's spirits up That's about it Don't try to get anybody too down Just lift them up Don't get anybody too down Just lift them up
2: Hmm
0: yeah, He doesn't know what he's talking about
1: You don't know what leadership is Like, yeah. What are you talking about this that's is, and that's maturity that's but Popovich's comments were again were not malicious and he said that's not something that he naturally had he didn't have leadership when he was with us but that's something that maybe he's getting over time in his career so I'm happy Popovich if you ask him are you happy that Kawhi is doing well in Toronto he'll say yeah I'm glad hmm sounds you have
0: no <laughs> no I just saw a basketball thing and I was like do I want to talk about it or not but we'll see um yeah, I don't think he knows. What, I think you're right. I don't think he knows what leadership really is.
1: But maybe, you know, five years from now, he'll turn back and look at this period and say, like, oh, I see what he was talking about. Like, the leader me in San Antonio. Let's remember also, when Kawhi was in San Antonio last we saw him play, this dude had not only Patty Mills, Manny Nobley,
2: mm-hmm.
1: Tony Parker. Yeah. LaMarcus Aldridge just came there, right. and you had Pau Gasol on that team. Right. I didn't see this dude open his mouth not Once. one time. Yep. And he's, that's fine if that's how you were a killer, mm-hmm. but when he turns around and says you weren't a leader, for, oh, and also, how many of the players last year came out, vote in the Spurs organization, mind you, a right. very classy organization for the first time in 20 years since I've been a fan. Uh, you remember when Tony Parker and Manu came out like, where's Kawhi? Yeah. Uh, it would be nice to see him. Yeah. Like, we don't know what he's doing. Right. And then, so with all of that swirling around, and then Popovich being the guru coach that he is, the coach of USA Basketball, did you come out and say, like, well, he's a good player, but not a leader, and that's okay. Yeah. Your reaction should not be, no, I was a leader.
0: Yeah, no. Yeah, bruh. Especially, yeah, that's, that's I mean, fr- you're right, especially, especially as someone who, like, grew up watching the Spurs and knowing that, like, that's not how that team works, Ugh. right? So you're like, well, that's weird, you know?
1: I just named off five leaders on your team. Yeah. Like, And it
0: all led well together. Yeah. Like, there were, at least the way I look at it, the way Pop uses his system, there wasn't any one, like, all of them were stars in their own right. Right. You know, you and like,
1: couldn't get a beat on him.
0: Yeah. And you couldn't, and I'm sure there were egos and things like that, but it was managed very well.
1: Yeah. He has control over that system. Yeah. A very,
0: uh, unlike the things that are happening in Golden State. And that's not, yeah. that's not Kerr's fault. That's just, no, no that's no, just no. personalities.
1: That's just a lot of personality to manage. Mm hmm. That's a, that's a whole nother issue. Um, anyway, uh, leadership. So do we want to talk about Jimmy Butler? Jimmy Buckets? Jimmy Buckets. He did it again.
0: He's he's buckets after buckets.
1: He dropped another game winning three.
0: Buckets. And
1: within eight days he's dropped two game winning threes from virtually the same spot on the court. Yep. What was your feeling? What was your reaction?
0: Um I'm excited I'm excited. Uh for him. Mm-hmm. Um I think Joel may have some feelings. Yeah. Cause you know, it
1: hasn't come out. No it one has, said anything no, said anything.
0: No one said anything.
1: No,
0: no, no. <laughs> But, um, Jimmy Butler actually recently posted something on his Instagram. Let me see if I can find it. Cause I, I saw it and I was just like, this is actually kind of funny. Um, Jimmy Butler. And it's a video of them at this, uh, at the Brooklyn Nets game. They're already leading, uh, 30 seconds, about 30 seconds left on the third quarter. Uh, and they're leading by like over 14 points. So they're, they're doing okay but it's still a whole quarter yeah. left right like yeah, yeah, anything yeah. can still happen um <laughs> and it literally jimmy butler's this is 22 hours ago from this recording i mean game winners are nice but joel and b please explain why you felt the need to do this and it's basically joel alley-ooping to to himself he throws the ball in like onto the back
2: court mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. the back
0: uh the backboard mm-hmm. and it bounces out and he grabs it and slam and like does a slime dunk mm-hmm. if that makes sense yeah. yeah so he's just like joking about it
1: I didn't see what was wrong with that that looks cool
0: no it looks cool but he's like and, and, and Jimmy did like a crying face oh. like laughing thing at it like you didn't have to do that dude but it was like funny at the uh-huh. same time and a part <laughs> of me was like why did you post that? Like, are you guys cool? And like, you're yeah. just like ribbon on him. Right. I'm not sure. That's I don't know. Hard. Like, I don't know how Joel feels about things. Cause Joel has feelings and we all know that. That's hard. Um, he takes rejection very badly. He does. Rihanna is yeah. an example of that. Joanna. Uh, Joanna. <laughs> um, so, I mean, I don't know. I think we'll see. I- I'm interested to see. Cause Jimmy's, Jimmy's making sure Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid knows. It's my he team. <laughs> is the face of the team. He has
1: really He's
0: like he's really, I am Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, the, Seth Curry, uh <laughs> name you know
1: Alpha and the Omega. Alpha,
0: the Omega, the beginning and the He's Beyonce. I am
1: your Jesus. He is Rihanna. Muhammad Buddha.
0: All of it. <laughs> I am Jimmy. Motherfucking, he really, butler. he
1: really has come in there and said in a very quick amount of time, this is my team.
0: Oh, and like to a point, like like I f- sometimes forget about the other two yeah and I'm like oh no wait don't do that Brad. that's look,
1: so funny like
0: they're me. they're the, the players so funny. yeah
1: he can't it's so funny especially
0: thinking I, I mean Joel's having a great season he like is. he's MVP definitely key level very very good season for sure but uh we'll see Ben just again <laughs> Ben can't shoot for shit.
1: He's so, he, he really can't. And, you know, we said the same thing about LeBron when he first came in the league.
0: LeBron can't shoot for shit at the free throw line.
1: Right. But now, season. though, at that three
0: ball. Oh, he's doing great. Lights but the out. free throws are free, LeBron. He's leading,
1: he's leading the league.
0: Free in, throws are free.
1: I understand that. He's leading the league in threes from... Uh, the last five games percentage wise, mm-hmm. highest shooting three point in the league of someone who's taken at least 10 threes.
0: Sure, still free throws are
1: free. I, I hear that.
0: You don't want to be the shack of, of the NBA right now, don't do that. I
1: cannot believe how good Jimmy Butler is being.
0: It's really good.
1: Um, good for him. And yep. then, uh, oh, we should mention that Carmelo still doesn't have a job,
0: and neither does Cap,
1: and Colin Kaepernick is yep. still without a job. Yep, football reference. But um, we'll see. Carmelo's team is now shopping around, trying to find a spot, and likely landing spot. All sources point to, if Spolstra wants him, Miami.
0: Interesting. Go play with his friend, uh, Dwayne Dwyane. Wade.
1: And Dwayne Wade, <laughs> and it would have to be a farewell tour, because I don't think Miami would sign him for a two-year contract. Nope. So this would be him and Dwayne going out
0: together. Yep. Um, what else? What else? If he, what else? Want, if
1: he was going to be in Los Angeles, LeBron would get him to Los Angeles, but I don't think LeBron wants him in LA.
0: No, I don't think so either.
1: Um, Markel Fultz is getting his shoulder work uh, looked at,
0: and it looks like the uh, the Sixers don't really want him either.
1: No one has said that.
0: No, there's reports that there's rumored reports.
1: There's rumored reports because he's playing badly, but. When the 76ers say they don't want him,
0: Is it Jimmy saying that?
1: N- no. <laughs> well Jimmy, Jimmy is tired. Jimmy, by reports, is not investing anything in Markel Folultz because right. he's like... The report... People are saying Jimmy is so mentally tough that when he looks at Markel Fultz's situation, he has no sympathy.: Really? Uh-huh. Damn. Not in a malicious way, no. Again, but, but, like, but in a way like, you were the number one draft pick.
0: He was, yeah. You
1: were the one of the top scorers in college hoops. Yeah. And Jimmy was almost, drafted very late. Yep. Had to work from the bench into his situation.
0: Coming to college, into going to Marquette.
1: Uh huh. Yeah. And he just worked his butt off to get to where he is now.
0: Yeah. No, and he. I mean.
1: Had some I injuries.
0: Get, I mean, Jimmy is a hustler through and through. Right. He hustled together. he's, just, he's, he's
1: just a hard worker. So when he looks at Markel and sees like the mental piece mm-hmm. of it, he's like, oh my God, maybe this isn't for you. Yeah. Jimmy doesn't care. And it's not like Jimmy Again, needs that's to a, care. That's
0: a very like Maba mentality. That's a very Kobe-esque mentality.
1: Yeah. But uh, we'll see. But by that, the Sixers say they don't want a player. What do you do with someone who's on a two-year contract? You have to trade him. Yep. But you have to get value for him.
0: And there's no way to value him if he's not playing.
1: And, and especially if he's and not if playing he's well.
0: And if he's, yeah, all those things. You Ooh. can't even get
1: it. Yeah, so they're just, they're stuck.
0: There's, they stuck.
1: Boom. And what sucks, and they'll never forget this, uh, Colangelo, they were the number three pick in the, that draft. Who? The Sixers were the number three pick. They traded a first round pick to move up to number one to get him.
2: Oh,
0: yeah, that sucks.
1: Yeah, because the Celtics that is
0: not a dividend that paid no paid, the Celtics paid off at all. the
1: Celtics had the number one pick and they could have picked Fultz, Lonzo, Tatum, uh, De'Aaron Fox, any one of these really good players from that draft. And Celtics were like, yeah, I could take any one of these guys. And the Sixers were like, oh, we'll give you a pick if you let us get that number one.
0: Oh, my God. <laughs> they were like, sure. I actually forgot about that.
1: And the Celtics took Tatum at three. <laughs> Just hoodwinks, bamboozled. Uh, and I do feel bad. The, the victim in all this, though, is Marco Fultz, Because he's a 19-year-old kid. Maybe he's, he's a 20 kid. Now, who, he's like, a kid. Who, like, got put on the stage... Making millions of dollars as the number one pick on all this pressure on your back. Yeah. And you got personalities on your team like Joel and Ben, who were not welcoming of you when you first got in yeah. anyway. And now he's getting... Because yeah. it was Ben
0: Simmons rookie year, not your rookie year. Yeah, Ben <laughs>
1: said, I am the point guard. Yeah. You will do what whatever. I feel bad for um, Markel because so, It's a
0: funky situation, but how you deal with a situation like that is... Shows a lot of character, they, so...
1: They did not set him up for success when he came in the league mm-hmm. because his goals... We talk about smart goals all the time, right? Mm-hmm. Specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, mm-hmm. or, or relevant, depending on what right. your R is, and timely.
2: Yeah.
1: Tracy McGrady asked this dude, what is your goal for your first year in the NBA? Mm-hmm. Before he even got drafted, Markell said, I want to be Rookie of the Year and MVP.
0: I know. I remember <laughs> you saying that. I was just like, is what? he... What? I mean, it's a measurable goal that you will not meet.
1: That is not realistic, my man.
0: Has anyone ever done MVP and Rookie of the Year? Never have. Okay. But so. he thought he was the one. That's cute. I... That's cute. That's cute. That's I, cute. I
1: feel for him. But I hope I hope his shoulder's okay. I hope his mind is okay. And then he comes back sharp. Yep. Um, You know who's got a, a mind that's sharp, but... Also, he's he's also in a Wiggins kind of mindset around the game in terms of like, Kyrie. Yeah, Kyrie's like there's a timetable on all this.
0: Kyrie's I'm was are you talking about him like wanting to retire in his mid thirties? Yeah. yeah. Well,
1: I'm he gonna, said he said early to mid thirties.
0: Oh yes, uh, because someone asked him about Vince Carter, him having like because Vince Carter, congratulations, had twenty five thousand points. Yeah. So like super amazing. We've been watching Vince our whole basketball.
1: Insanity?
0: We were watching him our whole time of understanding basketball.
1: I remember his first signature shoe.
0: I don't, but yeah. yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. Um I understood who the Raptors were because of him. Like yeah. let's, you know, let's call Irrelevant. it Relevant. Yeah, relevancy. Um when they're wearing their purple
2: yeah.
0: dinosaur jerseys. Mm. <laughs> <Yeah.
1: coughs> They weren't they weren't that bad.
0: No, but it was if it was as though they were Barney. They're
1: very retro. <laughs> yeah. Now.
0: Um But uh I think what's interesting is that so like there's they're asking him about it and that's when um, Kyrie's like, yeah, I don't know if I'm gonna do this forever. I think that's a very like knowing who Kyrie is, and who I think I know who Kyrie is, mm-hmm. right? Like I, I think we put a lot of like our own thoughts on who players are. He's a smart guy that knows that his body is not going to be doing this forever. Mm-hmm. You know, like, he looks at he looks at what he's seeing and is like, this, this for me to sustain this is going to be, like, early thir- early to mid-30s. Look
1: at the way he torques his body. Yeah. Like, the torque on his feet and his knees and well, his ankles. It's,
0: that's what people, you would say about uh, D. Rose when he first came out. Mm-hmm. The way he did ankle breakers, you're just like, can he sustain that God. without getting injured and for... D Rose, it was injury after injury. Like, and Whoa. what's wild, last this past week, a year ago, mm-hmm. D Rose took a step back from the Cavs. Right. And was like reevaluating his future mm-hmm. in the NBA. Which is wild to think that was a year ago and look at him now. Like points. doing amazing. Yeah. You know? Again, that's neither here nor there, but like I I'm not I wasn't surprised by mm-hmm. that sentiment coming from him. I was just like I'd be sad to see him not play because I really do enjoy watching him play. But I also like, th- this is your body. You have control of for when sure. and where and how you go out.
1: I would be more sad if he was one of those players that stayed too long.
0: hmm
1: Yeah, to be a show. Do you think of... Vince Carter is that? I think Vince has very graciously accepted a different role for himself. Yeah. Like, you can think of Vince in three different chapters in his life.
0: Mm-hmm. Um sorry Ridley's really Ridley just ate a little bit of his dinner and is cl- cleaning his face by rubbing his whole body on the rug. Like a weirdo. Yeah, he looks
1: uh demented.
0: <laughs> a Demental.
1: Wow. Um Anyway, back but, to this. But yeah, but no, I think Vince has three chapters. I think there's the chapter of the raptors where mm-hmm. he was just assassin bananas yeah just athletic freak of nature right and i remember buying a poster of his at a mall Mm -hmm. and going to ring it up at the register and they're like oh who's this i said this is the next michael jordan
0: yeah we everyone said that Mm -hmm. yeah
1: he's leaping out of the gym with dunks they brought back the dunk competition because of him
0: yeah
1: um and then there's the new jersey orlando period of Mm -hmm. his career where he was he was killing them in new jersey right. but he didn't need to be the star of the team right. he was fine with richard jefferson and, and uh jason kidd right and then when he went to orlando it was very clear that his role was a support role to dwight howard's development right. and he had no ego about that
0: that's it's like he literally plays because he loves the game he's he, does. he is literally he's like i love this game it's like okay I can't even be mad at it. Like, please continue playing. Because yeah. it's, it's a joy to watch him play because you see the joy that he has playing on the court.
1: I think he likes teaching and mentoring.
0: Yeah, 100%.
1: It's, it's so wild to see someone who has so much joy and smile when they ask them about you're in your 20th season. You're playing with 19 year olds.
2: Right.
1: You're 38.
0: You could be their dad if you wanted right. to.
1: Right. Are you still having fun? He's yeah. like, and he just smiles. He's like, I love this. As you get the sense of if he played one minute and had one point a game, he'd be happy. He'd be fine. Yeah, I I would love to study his brain around this.
0: How can yeah? I mean, especially with the access he has to money, to women, mm-hmm. to all the like. The ego must be like up the roof. That's what you would think, but it's not.
1: You know what? Um. You know, he won a championship. With who? Exactly. The Dallas Mavericks.
0: Oh my God.
1: Actually, I'm not even sure that's true or not. I'm not even positive about that. But he has the kind of... It's either he was with the Mavericks when they won, or he came shortly thereafter. But the point is, if he has a ring or doesn't have a ring, it's irrelevant.
0: Because he's still...
1: He's played 20 years. If no ring or just one ring, the game itself has been enough to sustain his happiness. Yeah. Where other players went to China, or you know, tried to protect their right. brand or whatever. Right. He didn't care about any of that.
2: Nope.
0: It's he been, doesn't.
1: This has been interesting to me. He's played in Sacramento.
0: Yes, he did. You
1: played in. He chose <laughs> to play in Sacramento.
0: Yep. That he, is a franchise. <laughs> he chose.
1: He chose to come off the bench in Sacramento.
0: <laughs> Your face right now. <laughs> I
1: just would t- if you had if you had told me, in during the years of Toronto. This guy who is insistent upon getting out of Toronto, so he's playing poorly, so they'll trade him. Mm-hmm. Will one day be a veteran who, who, who hopes to come off the bench in Sacramento. I would just be like, what?
0: Why? <laughs> I'm happy for. So many for him. questions. But
1: Kyrie's not going to do that because he said, uh, and I think we know this about Kyrie. His head. He's already made a movie. Mm-hmm. He's already figured out that the he's earth is got, flat. He, he's got so many things psychologically going for him that he's like, I'm not going to miss this. And they said, what do you mean? He's like, I'll miss the competition. Mm. The guy he's talking like a guy who's retiring this year. Yeah. He's like, I'm going to miss the guys I play with yeah. and going to practice and battle with them every day to, to improve our play. Right. and and trying and trying to figure this thing out like that that creative team problem solving is is fun for me right. but I won't miss all the stuff that comes along with being a star athlete and he's he even said the words I know people don't want to hear us talk about how hard it is to be a professional athlete but I do wish sometimes there was a little more empathy around that for people to understand
2: mm.
1: what goes into this body of work
0: mm. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's a mental, emotional toll that I think he's been able to articulate probably better than most athletes have been. Yeah. Just because of who he is.
1: I, I'm a big Kyrie fan. So when he retires, I will be sad. But if he retires at 32 and 33 or something, still juking and jiving, which mm-hmm. would be like six or seven years from now. Mm-hmm. And his shoe line is still dope as hell because he's got some really nice kicks. Right. Yeah. Um, Although I would like a little more cushion in your shoes, Kyrie, Mm. they are not. It's like you infused the midsole with concrete.
0: Seriously. Like
1: my teeth chatter when (laughs) when I jump. Um, But other than that, I think he's a tremendous uh, athlete. Can we talk about one more point guard?
0: One more point guard. Steph Curry. Stephen Curry. Yeah. Let's let's do it.
1: I did not realize. How important Steph Curry is to the Golden State Warriors Until, until this stretch keep
0: on How they keep on losing yeah. And are and garbage
1: Yeah, <laughs> I did not realize how important he was There was a stat That came out recently mm-hmm. On ESPN And I'll just give credit It was Tom Haberstroh okay. Who does all these stats for ESPN He We're talking about KD on the floor Or Steph on the floor. What's the problem? One's out or the other's out. They should still be good. But by the numbers, he ran the record of the Warriors with Steph on the floor, KD on the floor, Mm -hmm. without the other, when they're on the floor together, and um, when neither of them are on the floor. So when neither of them are on the floor... They're like one in sixteen or something like that. Something not good. Okay. Um that
0: not surprising. Yeah, not
1: it wasn't it wasn't great. Um when both of them are on the floor, it's somewhere around like I wanna say eighty percent.
0: Okay. When both of them are on the floor. Yeah. Okay.
1: When KD is just on the floor and Steph's not there. They're at like 67, okay. 65. These are roundabout numbers that I can't remember.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: When Steph is on the floor without KD, they're at like 85, 86%. Hmm.
0: It's as though that they didn't need KD to begin with.
1: <sighs> numbers don't lie.
0: Numbers don't lie. Numbers don't lie. And, that's, and,
1: that's, and that to the, heart, snake, to, to the heart of Draymond's point. Yeah. We
0: we never needed we you. We didn't
1: need you. We were winning before you got here.
0: Numbers don't lie. And
1: you came here. Facts are facts. We're better without
0: you. Facts are facts. Oh my god. Stats are stats. No. Well,
1: ah. I, so I don't know. I just think uh, he's Steph is so important to the chemistry of that team but the play of that team, the flow of that team. Yeah. He is the essence of that team. Yeah. I don't know. I just I wish KD... The best, and wherever his future home is, and I hope that the um, satisfaction that he gets from this next championship and probably MVP award um, fills the hole in his heart.
0: <laughs> really, you think he's gonna MVP?
1: Yeah, probably. He's won the last two. Why not give him a third one? Actually, oh, final just,
0: like finals MVP. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: finals MVP.
2: Ugh, yeah, I'm just like. Ever. Just give so him. So disgusting. Hey, you know
1: what? And and he should be proud of himself. Because like, hey, the only other person to do three in a row like that in recent memory is Michael Jordan. And we all know that. Um, don't say it. I can't, I can't even go any. Don't say it. Because I know don't he knows it. it's not true. I was
0: going to say, like, don't you so, dare so utter those sit, words out of your mouth. There,
1: he'll sit there with these trophies like, I got three championships. Just and like Michael. I got Michael. three MVPs. Just back, like
0: Michael. Just like Michael. Why Except I? Michael did it six times. I got six finals but three in
1: a row one time I could do it again three times in a row but why do I feel empty because you're a snake because you didn't earn it Mm -hmm. because the team was doing better statistically without you there I want to be very clear people think I bash on the Warriors I love the Warriors the Warriors are
0: cool I just the minute KD Mm -hmm. went to that team I was like what the bloody hell I love Steph
1: Draymond's a troll I find him entertaining absolutely Clay is probably my favorite yeah um and I think the world of Steve Kerr.
0: Hundred percent. Everything that I'm, I'm hundred percent with you.
1: KD can go get lost in traffic. <laughs> like I do not I can't. have any regard or respect <laughs> for this man. And KD if, get lost and, in traffic. And, 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 it is thi- and it's the same thing. And it's the same thing that I said about Kawhi. It's like I can put up with a lot of Draymond. Right. Can be a handful.
0: He can
2: be. And annoyed. he knows that. he can be an he knows that. The
1: fact that he knows it and he says it. Right. He's like, I'm gonna butt heads with DeMarcus. Yeah, he knows. We already know that, yep. but we're gonna move on. I butt heads with KD. I'm an emotional person. People know that that drives a lot of my decision. I'm like, I appreciate you taking responsibility for who you are as a person. For KD to lack the awareness mm-hmm. piece and still not understand why people are upset, I just I have no sympathy.
0: I have nothing to say. Okay. Because what you said is what I agree. Mm, Yeah. yeah.
1: His nickname is KD. Yes. It's just initials.
0: I can't. It's It's also known. He is also the Slim Reaper.
1: Oh, he hates that.
0: Oh, he well. He doesn't like that. It doesn't matter. It's a nickname that apparently has stuck.
1: You know why it's stuck? A slim stuck? reaping snake. Because he doesn't like it. That's why it's stuck. Yeah. The fact that he can't hide, I know. It's so mean. The internet. Because, because
0: we are all trolls deep down trolling. inside.
1: Because because he's so sensitive, and I He's a sensi, and I don't mean that as a um a diss. Yeah, because
0: we want we want our men, especially our black men, to be okay with feeling things and being sensitive. All those things.
1: I. I talked twice already on this podcast about times I've
0: cried. And was I'll it Toy Story and what else?
1: Toy Story and...
0: Toy uh... Story 3 specifically.
1: Yeah, and I forget what the other one was. I don't know. Well, Play the tape back, whatever. Was it Dumbo? No, it definitely wasn't Dumbo. It
0: wasn't Aladdin.
1: No. It wasn't Lion King either.
0: Even when Mufasa died?
1: I don't think that did it for me oh it was when i lost my hat in the whirlpool oh yes
0: <laughs> so uh, i was just like what was it no
1: no not the dead lion um my but uh he's
0: just like it it's like an oh, immaturity it's, it's a, an immaturity it's a it's a
1: when you when you don't have a thick skin we have a very thin skin and so people know what bothers you
0: I mean, what to, what, where to
2: poke to those make buttons? you feel, yeah.
1: Oh, yeah, we'll push those buttons all day. Every day. If you're going to be Slim like, Reaper, guys, snake. I don't like Slim S- Reaper. And you're like, oh, we could call you, uh, they call him Durantula for a minute. What? But that, that didn't stick. I don't remember that. Some people call him Kevin Durantula. Um, and then, Sorry. But then <laughs> That's it, weird. the only thing that stuck was KD. Because it's simple. It's a simple man.
0: Sure. Anyway, Steph Curry, you are val- valuable, and I hope he gets better and comes back soon. Come back with a force. And do well. Yeah. Anything else to add? That's all I got. All right. Let's talk about some dope people? Cool. Let's do it. All right, folks. It is time to talk about our dope people this week. Alex, it is your turn to go first. Who's your dope person this week?
1: My dope person is LeBron James's headband that made a reappearance what? against the Minnesota Timberwolves. I can't. Um, Are
0: you serious? Are you seriously going to give a headband the dope person of the week? Did
1: no, but he did play well in that. He really headband, did
0: headband LeBron. We he had
1: not seen that in years, and it was a, a nice. It's like,
0: it's like headband Clay when headband, headband Clay. clay. Yeah, yeah, he
1: saw people were like. He probably just wore the headband because Clay went off for fifty-one.
0: Well, no, Clay wore the headband because he was bleeding from the head. <laughs> yeah, sure, but
1: LeBron <laughs> thought if that worked for him. Anyway, I'm not doing the headband. No, I'm just kidding. Actually, I'm uh, at the top of the dribbling section. We mm-hmm. were talking about the standings. Yeah, and the number one in the West are the LA Clippers. Right. And you and I, for the life of us, could not think of anyone on the Clippers. Nope. So, I went ahead and looked at their roster, checked out some stats, and I pulled their top point man right now with 21 points a game. Mr. Tobias Harris. Ooh. Come on down.
0: All right, Tobias. So,
1: this is your moment in the sun. I'm just going to tell you a little bit about the leading scorer for the number one team in the West. Let's do it. So, Tobias Harris, this man for the Clippers has been on some teams. He's played for the Bucks, the Magic, the Pistons, as well as the Clippers. And he was born in 92. He's six foot nine. He's guy's a tall dude.
2: Yeah, for um,
1: real. High school, he was out here in Long Island. He, he grew up and, uh, well, I'll get to that in a second. Um, he went through middle school. He was uh, Mr. New York Basketball in 2010. And he was named a 2010 McDonald's All-American. Oh. He was like balling out the gym in New York, which is what got him recruited To play for the University of Tennessee-Knoxville Volunteers, my alma mater for grad school. Um, So he was one of, he came in to Tennessee and left right before I got there. And people talked about him as being like one of the best players they ever had. And so he was tremendous for the Volunteers before moving on to be drafted um, by the Orlando Magic, where he wore number 12. So I'm going to talk about that. Oh, sorry. Wait, 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 wait. No, the Bucks. He was drafted by the Bucks. Then he moved on to the Magic. Very cool. Here are some things about Tobias Harris that are just worth noting.
0: All right. Tell me.
1: Um, oh, okay. Cool. Um... He's done some charity work I don't even feel comfortable speaking on his charity work Because it's so fresh Mm -hmm. Um, But he bought some uh, charity ticket packages For some kids (laughs) For $50,000 At the public school system Which is pretty cool Um, His birthday is the 15th Of July 1992 Uh, The year of the top TV shows at that time Were 60 Minutes, Roseanne, and Home Improvement Wow Remember that? I do uh, he was born in Islip, Islip, Islip? New
2: Islip? York, Islip. Islip. Yeah,
1: Islip. That's mm-hmm. on Long Island. Yep, Islip. Islip Airport uh, there too. But his hometown is Dix Hills on Long Island, in mm-hmm. short time home of rapper Fifty Cent.
2: Oh,
0: okay, okay, okay.
1: Dix Hills.
0: Sure, the hill of Dix.
1: D I X. The
0: the hill of Dixies. I guess. As
1: a kid, Tobias's favorite meal was chicken, macaroni and cheese, rice and sweet potatoes. Boy you better get those carbs. Oh,
0: listen, like all that sounds fantastic. Just sounds like my Thanksgiving meal.
1: Carbo load. Um, he was named Mr. New York Basketball as I said during his high school senior year at Long Island Lutheran High School. He wore number 12 through high school. And as a player for the Orlando Magic, as a tribute to his close friend and former teammate, Morgan Childs, who died at age 17 due to leukemia. Mm. Tobias has five siblings, and all of their names start with the letter T. Tyler, TJ, Terry, Tori, and Tizia. Harris loves and has always loved the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air.
0: He's a star. You ain't lying. <laughs> uh,
1: and just those are some of the short things about Tobias Harris. And this year, he's just leading the Clippers to the number one record in the West with twenty-one points a game. That's amazing. Go balls.
0: Awesome. Um, ready for my person? Go for it. Okay, so my person is none other than Ellen Pompeo. Ellen Pompeo, for those of you who don't know, is the lead. The lead star. Um, actress of Grey's Anatomy,
2: mm-hmm.
0: Shonda Rhimes, first, like I would say, huge, huge big break in television, which has eventually created Shondaland Land and what she's now going to be able to do um, with um, Netflix and stuff. Like, he, Shonda, Shonda's doing really amazing things. But Ellen, um, she started playing um, the role of Meredith Grey on Grey's Anatomy in 2005. So it's been over, eight, uh, 13 years, right? Two thousand five to now is thirteen. That'd be right. That's how it works. Maybe uh,
1: fourteen, if you're including the year.
0: Yeah. So I mean, the Grey's Anatomy's been uh, been here for a long time. I don't think it's going anywhere anytime soon. Um, Alan Pompeo was known for um, recently getting paid twenty million a episode, I believe or something obnoxious like that like something like she got paid damn she got super paid um and was and it was a huge deal because she I think she's probably one of the highest paid female actresses in television um rightfully so because it is literally like that show is her character is that show and mm-hmm. so, and I've watched every single episode of Grey's Anatomy from the beginning, so I love Grey's Anatomy. So, the reason why I picked Ellen Pompeo, um, so Ellen is uh, a 59 year old white lady. Is she 59 or 49? Sorry, let me just make sure. I think
2: I know. That's 49.
0: This is her. Hold on. I'm going to pivot this over to you.
1: Yep, that's what I was thinking of.
0: she's you know she's, she's forty nine years old. Yeah, shut up. Um, from Massachusetts. Um, and she's kind of been active in like acting world since nineteen ninety five. Two thousand five being her like probably her biggest break with Grace Anatomy. Right. She, she's on, you know, all the various things um out there. Um, from Law and Order, some movies here and there. She was on Friends, all those different kinds oh, of things. Yeah. She was on Friends for like a episode. I remember. Um, And so um, she's definitely won a lot of awards. She's been nominated for a ton of awards. Uh, She's a producer, she's a director, um, all around really cool actress, right? And so the reason why I picked her is because recently, uh, Net-A-Porter, which is like this online magazine, did a um, kind of a, it's, it's their cover story was called Screen Queens, where it featured Ellen Pompeo, Emma Roberts, Gina Rodriguez, and Gabrielle Union. So mm. two white girls, a Latina, and uh, Gabrielle Union as a black woman. Mm-hmm. Um, And there's this like 24 minute clip of them just interviewing of this, you know, this news, this article interviewing these four really brilliant women. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, Who are doing really cool things in media and entertainment. And at one point, um, Ellen has been always very vocal about race issues and women's issues from the jump. Like when she won her 20, when she not won, when she was paid her 20 million, she's like, yeah, I deserve that.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I better get paid well for what I do yeah, what's if the I... man getting right, exactly right and so um, and this is even after the main one of her main lead leading men mm-hmm. died in the series mm-hmm. so you mean like so like she is the reason why this show is the show that it is so if she, I'm giving this whole ship a flow. <laughs> yeah, like y'all don't even know. Give me another martini. <laughs> um. So and so something to be mindful of. So she, um, she's married to a black man. She has black children, two of which I what believe are
1: biracial. Is her. Are they her biological
0: kids? Yes. Okay. Yeah, they're biracial, but like in the world, they're black, right? Like one drop rule. Okay. Like you're biracial, but like.
1: I read yeah. a book on this this morning. Oh, so I nice. like it's fresh in my mind. Oh,
0: okay, so you're by like, yourself. Know
1: I like it's you it's what I, whatever it's whatever <laughs> it's whatever it's whatever. I see where you're going.
0: But okay, so like so she's very aware of race issues. She's very aware that she is a white woman, uh, all these different things. So during one of um, during one of the questions that was asked of her, um, Ellen Pompeo said something that women of color, specifically black women have been saying forever. But I really appreciated that she used her platform and her whiteness to be like, Y'all, we got to do better hmm. as white people. And she said, this day has been incredible. So she's talking about the, you know, the photo shoot, the interview, all the things that are happening for these four women. Yeah. She's like, this day has been incredible. And there's a ton of women in the room, but I don't see enough color. And I don't see enough color when I walk in the room today. And I had a meeting with the director from for another endorsement project that I'm doing. And I said, you know, when I show up on a set, I would like to see the crew look like the world that I walk around in every every day and i think it's up to all productions to make sure Thank you. that your crews look like the world we see as caucasian people it's our job it's our task it's our responsibility ah. to make sure that we speak up in every single room we walk into and this is not okay and that we that that this is not okay mm-hmm. and that we can all do better it's our job because we created this problem can we
1: talk about something 85% mm-hmm. of media Production teams, directors, all of the people who make mm-hmm. television are white men. Yeah. 85%. Right. 85% of the world of the United States is not white men.
0: Say it again. <laughs> what?
1: Can we talk about like social privilege and right. social capital? Right. Stop giving all the jobs to your friends. Yeah. Oh, I like them. Oh, I work with them. That's great. There are POCs out here who do not have access to these spaces.
0: Right. And who are probably better or even just as good.
1: Probably. Definitely. Yeah.
0: And so there, there, was a, there was a meme going around where Ellen's saying this and Gabrielle Union is making a face of like, Say it again, girl, because I've been saying it for a minute. <laughs> i just like,
1: I can't, thank you.
0: <laughs> thank you, because, and, like, people are like, like, black women been telling, y'all. like, someone on um, someone on social media was like, Gabrielle Union's smirk is giving us, quote-unquote, black women been telling y'all this, but I know y'all will only listen to my white colleague over here. <laughs> um, but, which is, like, true in a lot of sense, because sometimes, like, I can scream at the top of my lungs, but it's going to look very different, me saying it, than like a very nice white lady saying it right Mm -hmm. and Ellen Pompeo this skiddy very pretty like white lady saying like y'all we freaking suck and we need to do better and and she's also coming from this working environment that Shonda has created Uh of like women directors women and women people of color her storylines are incredibly diverse you got Jesse
1: Williams on your set
0: I mean Sorry.
1: Sorry, I didn't mean to throw you. I just
0: had to. I need to focus. Just I need had to, to focus.
1: All right, we got a shirtless scene with Jesse. Jesse, please take your shirt off.
0: No, there's been mm-hmm. shirtless scenes with Jesse, and it's very difficult to concentrate when that happens.
2: I understand.
0: Um. Anyway, back to this. But like, you know, you're having like these storylines of like, you know, really talking about being bisexual by being about being like LGBTQ. About they have a trans, um, actor. In the, in the show and is part of the storyline and it's like keeping it very normal which is like something that Shonda does really beautifully on all of her shows and we needed Grey's Anatomy to be a thing so that we could have a how to get away with murder so we could have a scandal so we could have all the other shows that Shonda has created hmm. um, she, she started with a really nice white heroine and then all of her other heroines are, have been women of color, mm-hmm. or really strong women. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Ellen, I appreciate what you've done. I thank you. You're dope. That's all I got to say.
1: I thought you, Ellen Pompeo was going to be a relative of Mike Pompeo. I can't. I was like, please, Bri, don't do this. <laughs> oh, okay. No. That's fine.
0: This is a woke white lady. Cool. All right. <laughs> which, I, which I'm down. That
1: was cool. That was yeah. really nice.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So I think that's the end of our cast. Mm -hmm. Anything else you want to add before we close it off?
1: Last week I said give Carmelo a job. This week, let's give Cap a job.
0: Yeah, I mean, let's just give black men who deserve Mm -hmm. jobs, jobs. It's not that hard.
1: Do better, people.
0: Do better. That's hey, Ellen Pompeo asked us to do better, so we should. Um, As always, make sure you're following us on all our social media accounts. Rate us, like us, subscribe. We really appreciate y'all. Be dope, and we'll catch you later.
1: See ya.